Welcome to Trapping Radio. This is your host, Clint Locklear, and we're going to have a show that I hope, I hope I'm going to talk about trapping some today. I'm, gonna, I'm also going to start the show talking about uh, what's going on in Ukraine and Taiwan, and I want to give a little bit different perspective because what it seems like in our modern day civilized country is we seem to think of wars either as a movie or your favorite sports team. And I'm here to tell you that's screwed up. So before we, and then I'm hoping, I'm hoping we're gonna talk a little bit about beaver. So I was not preparing, um, actually I've got ready to do it on beaver. And the more that I think about this and the more that I do it, I'm, I know some of the stuff I'm gonna say will absolutely lose me listeners. No doubt whatsoever. But I just want to give a different perspective, guys, because what you're going to hear on social media and see on social media and hear from politicians and hear from Fox News and CNN and MSNBC pretty much don't believe a damn thing they tell you and only half of what you see. Because I promise you, me and you and them don't really know all that's going on over there, nor will we ever. And do you know about the only thing that's going to get Biden back on with the voters? That's right, bloodshed. Before we do, we start talking about this. Um, I want to thank our sponsors. I want to uh, let you know if you're going to use one of the sponsors you see down in the show notes and you haven't used them before. When you do, you're going to find somewhere that you're going to be uh, looking forward to go back and being customers theirs again. Because they're going to treat you right. They're not going to screw around with your products taking weeks and weeks and weeks to get there. They're they're take everyone I know because I've ordered from everyone takes tremendous pride in trying to get your stuff as bulletproof as possible for the UPS or the uh, postal service even though that's impossible but they do they go beyond what a lot of mail order companies in the trapping industry do and they ship your stuff out really really quick now, first sponsor is F&T, Fur Harvesters, everything you need for trapping, hunting with hounds, and predator calling. And if you can think of it, they probably got it. They got all kind of DVDs and lures and traps and uh, the stuff they make at QSR. And I mean, just, just it's, it's a squared away company. Then we have Funky Trap Tags and Supplies. They have full line of trapping supplies. They've got stuff for deer and hogs and bear and fish and uh, into predator calls and copper trap tags and just straight up good people to deal with. Okie Cable and Trap out of Oklahoma. They are Jeb, not they, Jeb is just a country guy that works extremely hard at his business. 
He's always hustling. He's always trying to get his customers a good deal. And when you put an order with him, you'll find out you'll probably have someone that you'll talk to even if you're not ordering from him because that's just the way Jeb is. And then lastly, we have Dunlap Lures. Jeff is a close friend of mine. He just came back from Louisiana. I was trying to get him to come up to Arkansas with me and Carl and Tim, but that didn't work out. And he's he makes high quality stuff. Very good baits, very good lures. He's been in this a long time. And more importantly than that, he takes severe pride in what he does and I wish I could say that with a lot of uh, stuff that is on the market. So that's Dunlap Lures. All right, guys. I don't have notes what I'm getting to say, so I'm probably going to be rambling, ranting, stumbling, whatever. I think first off, what what keeps coming to my mind is when I when I look at social media, my my internet has been is still off. We had a big old tree knock down a three phase power line, and apparently this oak tree was massive that fell over. So we haven't had cable or internet any time today. So. I haven't watched the news. I didn't watch the news. I have different websites and stuff that I look at, and I just kind of try to read between the lines on a lot of this stuff. And there's some some craziness, and there's a lot of conspiracy theories, and and I, I've seen all kind of stuff from uh, one of, some of the first places that Putin is blowing up are bio labs that's being funded from America. Could be. Who knows? I do know they're in the, the part of Ukraine that is the cold side, so that's a massive resource. There's a lot of angst with Russia, with NATO kind of offering to bring Ukraine in, which would put NATO right on the border of Russia. And from a lot of po people's point of view, that would be, because this is what Tim, because we was on a thread last night with me, him, and Chip. That's kind of like if Russia were to put troops in border on the Mexican border or the Canadian border. Which right now, the way Canadian Canada's acted, it's closer it would happen with Canada. Since their prime minister, as what has been quoted lately, is the uh, lost child of Castro. So from a defensive point of view, Russia does not want NATO right on its borders. And it's really weird what Russia said they want and they'll leave. They want Ukraine to give back the weapons that we gave them and Britain gave them and stuff like that. Okay. And they don't want them to join NATO. Is that the real reason? I don't think so. Because when you're dealing with governments, ours included, they don't know how to do anything but lie, spin, and gaslight. So who knows? But what I'm also seeing a lot of is 
Americans going, well, we got to go help Ukraine because it's Russia. Guys, I'm going to say some things right now that I wish the world would get a grasp on, but I'm pretty sure they won't. Because a lot of people are too dumb to grasp what I'm getting ready to say on an intellectual level because they've been brainwashed their whole life. Or they have an agenda. Or they just don't understand the true consequences of what can happen. Now, if you're listening to Trapping Radio, I have met a few, like less than fingers on my right hand, of hardcore liberals that are trappers. It's just not normal. It shouldn't make any difference because it's a cool thing to do, but it's mostly conservative, libertarians, freedom-loving, gun-toting, God-fearing Americans are mostly what the audience is for traffic. Not like Berkeley professors that just spew a bunch of nonsense all the time about, you know, everything's privileged and racist and all the normal stuff we hear on day. That's not exactly normal. But I do know of a few that are like that. And I really don't care. I'm just glad they're trapping. But here's something I want you to grasp. And I, and, I, and I wish you could explain this to your children. And I'm going to put it in a very personal way so you can understand this. If you're looking at Russia as the enemy because of what Putin does and what Russia has done, then please tell me the difference while when someone listens to Biden or Pelosi or Schumer or Maxwell or Cortez, why is that not you? So if you're looking at Russia that way, anybody else can look at you. I'm talking to you personally. You are the same as Pelosi and Biden and Harris and Obama and all of the crazy liberal professors and the woke people and the council culture people that are in government. You, I'm talking to you, are the same as them. And I guarantee you're going, I ain't the same as Pelosi, crazy bitch. I, 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 I thought Trump did a good job. I want Ronald Reagan back. Hell, I'd even take a Democrat like JFK or Gabby from Hawaii. She's, I, I, I would be, personally, guys, I would be glad if she was our president. She's a Democrat. She's more conservative than most Republicans I know. But the people and the government are not the same. There are people in Russia right now 
getting sent to prison where they're going to get beat. And, and, and guys, if you have children on some of the stuff I'm going to say today, you do not want them to hear this. I should not be the person getting her to say some of the stuff they're getting ready to hear because it's extremely real world that us civilized people have a really hard time comprehending that can happen in 2022. So if you let your children continue listening to this, you're taking a huge chance on a lot of questions. So right now you've got, I think yesterday there was 1700 protesters in Russia that were arrested for protesting the war. Now see the difference of doing that in Russia and here is night and day. Here, when you protest Trump, for example, the Democrats fundraise and pay your bond and get you out of jail. When you're in Russia and you go against the government, if you're a female, you're about to be gang raped on a daily basis. And they don't care if you're 70 or 17, they don't care. That's just the way it is. And if you're a guy, they're going to let the other guys know that they can have all of you they want. You're not going to be fed three hots and a cot like we get. You're not going to have very good heating or air conditioner or TV. You're just going to be grateful on the days you get food. But see, the 1,700 people knew that this was going to happen to them in Russia. And they went out and protested anyway. That is a, has a lot more guts than most Americans I know because they will not take a chance on anything that's going to upset any part of their life besides someone on social media unfriending you. If there's real consequences, well, you're really gonna lose your job, you're really gonna get raped, you're really gonna be thrown in a medieval type prison, you're not gonna do crap as an American. But the Russian people are doing it. There's all kinds of reports coming in from Ukraine where the Russia, there's a lot of Russian soldiers that I don't know what they're going to do because they're not going to be able to go back to Russia. They're giving themselves up to the Ukrainian army. Because when they left on this exercise, and that's what they was told that it was, they would not have left if they knew they were going to kill people in that country because those countries it, it's it's kind of like if you're going to send me to Canada and I'm, I'm, I'm like you know coming across trappers that I know and trapping customers that I know and stuff like that I'd be I don't, I don't want to kill them they're not the enemy what in the world are we doing so a lot of the Russian soldiers not a majority but a whole bunch when they figured out that they're actually going over there to start killing Ukrainians, they're just turning themselves in. And if Ukraine loses, 
They're going to the same prisons that the, the protesters did. With conditions that I don't even think a majority of Americans can comprehend because we do have a constitution. Well, we did until January 6th and you shove a bunch of Americans down in Guantanamo for, for, with no charges. But since Putin, Marxist, Pelosi, Marxist, see, it's not that different. There's probably three quarters, and I'm making that number up because I don't have, no one's ever going to poll that. And if they did, no one will tell the truth. Russian people do not want to go around starting World War III. They've had it on their own soul. We have not. And somehow when Russia gets in big battles, they lose like 80% of their men because of the way that they, they fight. Nobody wants that to happen in Russia. So thinking that Russia is the enemy is a false belief that we have been taught as Americans. The Russian government I'd say put them all in a hole and let them starve to death. That is totally different than the Russian people. Just like you are not the same as Harris and Pelosi and Schumer. I remember several years ago, and the reason this comes up is uh, I have met a Pakistani lady I guess about a month ago, that's lived in America for about 20 years now, but she moved around here two years ago. And I'm not, I'm not gonna say her name. She's older. I wish I had 20 Pakistani, or uh, not Iran, Iranian, used to be Persia, Iranian neighbors. Great people, if you've ever been around them. The population actually loves America. They want to be Western. They don't want Sharia law. The women want to wear blue jeans and go partying. See, I watched this documentary years ago of the underground scenes that is so popular in, in Iran that if, if they get caught, they go to prison. If they make it to prison alive. Not because the people want it that way, but you've, you've had the extreme Muslims, the sheiks over there, take that government over, disarm the people, and now they don't have a choice but to do what they're told pretty much. Or they could probably go against the military and probably lose half the population of that country before it was finished. And that's a hard thing to, you know, it's really cool in the movies. It's a lot harder in real life if you have kids and parents and uh, property and, and a wife and <coughs> 
all that stuff that can be snuffed out in a moment's notice. And you've seen other people snuffed out at a notice, moment's notice over nothing. So when we hear these terms, Russia, please separate the Russian government from the Russian people. The Ukrainian government, which is as disgustingly corrupt as Putin, separate that from Ukraine. From a cultural purpose, it is that way in China, but it's not as much. That is a, that is a wild culture, the way that they look at the world. I'm way more nervous of the Chinese people, not just the government. But most people that live on the face of the earth, they want to raise their kids, they want to be comfortable, they don't want to have to stress about the police kicking in their door, they don't want to have to worry about bombs blowing up in their neighborhood. Just like you and me get to live out our everyday life. So that's number one. Because every time this stuff kicks up. Well, before I go on, I'm going to say I've met over in the Middle East people that wanted nothing to do with terrorists. They didn't want anything to do with, with Sharia law. They didn't want... They were just normal people like you are. But they got crazy people in government. Psychopaths. Kind of what I consider our government right now. Like Canada's government is right now. Australia, Austria, Germany, England. Ran by psychopaths. Power-hungry psychopaths. That's not the normal people. So please, make a conscious effort. If you're going to say anything about what Russia's doing, it should be the Russian government. What America's doing should be the American government. What Ukraine, with all their corruption, should be the Ukrainian government. China, it looks like they're taking full advantage of us having an absolutely wussy of a president that has no idea what day of the week it is. They're now flying in the airspace of Taiwan loaded with missiles. And the, the Chinese Navy is surrounding Taiwan and the Chinese government has said, if you mess with us, there will be war. So China's looking, going, we can take what we want because America's not going to do anything. NATO is a bunch of just useless suits. Russia's going to do whatever they want because they know what we got as a president. The whole world is about to get very interesting. And probably not in a very good way. 
If Russia shuts off the, the compounds of some of the fertilizer that we use, or the majority of our fertilizer over here, all these farms that you see being uh, growing food last year, yeah, that ain't going to happen. Modern agriculture cannot survive without modern fertilizer. It's a reason I think it's a bad play to have all your agriculture based on chemicals that come from another country. If China decides to shut off drug imports to America, you would probably see what, what most people thought COVID-19 was going to be from all the deaths of people not getting their medications because we don't make them here. I've seen different reports to up to 600 million barrels a day of oil now we're bringing in from Russia. They can shut that off. There's plenty of people around the world that'll pay it. We're bitching at what? Well, here in Tennessee, 350 a gallon. <laughs> Wait till it's seven or eight. Everything you buy at that point is going to go through the absolute roof. It's going to get very interesting. Now, this is not a man strong podcast, but when I talk about on there about the civilized, which is us, coming in contact with the non-civilized, which is the Russian government's mindset and China's government's mindset. I hate to bust people's bubble, but the civilized normally don't win. And here's the reason why. Because the people that are civilized cannot grasp how people that are not civilized look at things. They just don't want to believe it. They cannot conceive that there's still parts inside of humans that go back from before the medieval times where if you can take over another tribe or country or whatever you want to call them, you do it. Because your people are better off, you have more resources, you can levy more taxes, you have more land, you have more slaves. If you can do it, you do it. That has been human nature since forever. Native Americans did it all the time. Tribes in South and Central America did it to each other all the time. Europe did it all the time. It's what the Vikings did. They raided and took stuff. That was just what you did. But see, we as civilized people today, we go, well, that's not right. Why would they do that? Why would they go in and take another country? Holy cow, they're destroying people's property 
And later on, where all the mass graves are found, every time you seem to deal with the Russian government or communist, how is that possible? In your brain, there's like there's a wall that goes up that no, 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 this 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 can't be. This is not right. It can't be done this way. Those there's got to be a different alternative. People like Putin that was in the KGB, their moral compass is something that me and you will never be able to grasp. Everything is about power. It's about intimidation. It's about getting your way. It's about getting even. And not in a petty way that we do it, but with poisons and bullets and assassinations, taking over countries, getting rid of governments, killing families just to make someone feel bad before you kill them. See, there's a big part of the world that still thinks this way, guys. If you don't think so, Think back, I don't know, all the way back in history to the BLM riots. And people justified killing the other tribe, which was the Trump supporters. And they didn't have any qualms about putting bullets in people, smashing their head in with bricks, running them over, hitting them with pipes, Concrete milkshakes, burning down businesses, destroying people's personal property, raping, kniving. In America, there was no qualms about people that were doing that, about what they were doing was righteous. Now, they didn't want to get caught and punished. But if there was any remorse, it's because they got punished and the other remorse is they couldn't do it more. That's in America. That's people that you see at the store. That's people you walk by on the street. That's people you go to church with. It's people you see at the movie theaters. See, there's part of human nature, we repress very well. But you give that a chance to come out, and it'll come out boiling. Almost on a level of uh, excitement. Some of the biggest movies that are cults in America are what? The vigilante that gets tired of the system, that starts whacking judges and police and criminals. Why do you think those are so popular? I like watching them. I'll be honest, it's easy to cheer for those people. The human nature. So when we're listening to a bunch of liberal news media, including Fox, 
try to explain to us what's going on, you're just not going to hear that there's people that act, just actually like taking other people's stuff. People enjoy hurting other people. See, we see it in America like it's a video game. Or like it's a sports team. I'm a UT Vols fan, even though we've, this year wasn't as bad, but for the last 10 or 15 years, we've absolutely sucked. But I catch myself saying this too, we. It's not we. Those football players in Knoxville don't know who Clint is, and they don't give a damn about who Clint is. But most of the people that wear orange all the time, it's we. What are we going to do this year? Well, we ain't doing crap. Because we're not on that field. We're not on the field. What is the uh, active military percentage-wise? I think it's what? Between 2 and 3% of the population has been in the military? But when we talk about going to war, we use we. See, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get ready to say some stuff that I know is going to make some people very upset. And, and I just, I'm, the only reason I'm saying this is I want you to think about before you jump on bandwagons and push for agendas that you probably don't even know what they're for. And that's we. Because we is false. There is no we in the Army, Marines, Navy, Air Force, and Coast Guard. And someone that's not in the military. There is no we. If it was a we, it would be way more than two or three percent of the population. See, when Israel goes to war, it is we. Because everybody there has been in the military that is physically able to. And there's a lot of Americans, because I've, I've met several as I've traveled, that will leave America or Europe, <coughs> go to Israel, run a two to four year stint in the military, not because they have to by law, but because they look at it as a we. So if they're ever needed to fight, they're prepared. See, Israel is a we. America is not a we. But the propaganda of the military and the government is always we. The country music songs are being written right now. So if American troops get involved in this, there's going to be, you know, all these patriotic songs about putting boots in asses and stars and stripes and the home of the brave and, and all that type stuff. It'll come out in force. I love those songs. I'll be honest with you, I do. I was squatting today 
with uh, uh, Madison Rising Star Spangled Banner on my Beats headphones. I love that music. While I'm squatting and, and, and uh, straining, I've got a 12-foot American flag in front of my squat rack with a 101st flag right next to it. I'm a true believer in being a patriot. But I think it gets confusing about the we. See, when people want to send the other, which is the two or three percent that's in the military, and I bet it's not even that if you discount active duty today. When we, as Americans as a whole, go, we're gonna come kick your ass. America. Where's the we? I don't think you should ever say that unless you're willing to ruck the fuck up yourself and put on green face paint and be willing to get your limbs blown off and watch your friends die unless you're willing to do that yourself how about this shut the fuck up about it Because you don't know what that means. You have no clue of the devastation that the conflict likes going on right now in Ukraine even means unless you've seen it with your own eyes. In real life, not a movie, not a book. See, last night, I guarantee you this is what's happening in Ukraine. You got airplanes that are scraping cities. Helicopters that are using massive amounts of miniguns. Rockets. You've got missiles coming in. I've been watching a lot of live footage from over there. It's nasty. Tanks running over people in their cars. You've got people that all of a sudden of no, of nothing they've done, are picking up pieces of their family members in their own house. And they're trying to figure out which parts of the pieces go with who so they can bury them. And you've got a dad that's trying to console a 12 year old girl that just got gang raped by some sweaty, stanky guys that just happened to come up on her and they knew they could get away with it in a war zone. So the dad is trying to console her. I don't, it would blow your mind just yesterday how many mothers were raped. How many pets were shot. 
Now, if you've got cats and dogs and horses and goats, I want you to think about that. You go out this morning and this, they're just splattered. You find out your daughter's been gang raped. Your power's not on. Your phones don't work. You can't go to the bank because everything's electronic pretty much. The stores have been wiped out. It's cold over there. You're constantly hearing explosions going off all around you, so you don't know if the next one has got your or your kid's name on it. That's what those people are going through today. How you feel if you've ever been in a, in a tornado that comes up quickly, you know that just almost adrenaline-filled hopelessness where your heart almost stops type fear. That's every freaking hour over there. It doesn't blow by like a tornado because you don't know if someone's gonna kick in your door. You don't know if they're gonna torch your house. You don't know if wherever you're hiding at is about to get rocketed. You have no clue, but you know what's not gonna happen? It's just a nice peaceful day. Your world as you know it is gone. And we talk about going to war like it's a football team and we just want to show we can beat the other side. Like it's Michigan and Alabama. We'll talk about the planes and the troops and the guns and all of that. But you don't really talk about how many guys are losing body parts or getting blown to pieces. Like I can tell you personally, the most helplessness that I've ever felt in the military is trying to put a compression bandage on a buddy's jawbone that is broke and is cutting into the arteries up in his neck. Because if you stop the bleeding with the pressure, the other side of the jawbone is cutting into the other part of his neck. The feeling of that, I can't even comprehend to explain to you how low that is. And that was in training. So when we talk about we'll just go kick their ass, I want you to realize what that actually means. I want you to think about that from your family's perspective. Because since the Civil War, we don't know what that means anymore. It's something we watch on TV. It's like a, a sports game where you have scorecards. You've never smelled charred bodies after so many days. You can't get that in a book or a movie, guys. People starving, and I mean really starving,
it's just a sense of absolute chaos and loneliness that it unless unless you've ever been around an environment like that it's hard to understand you can try but it's not the same and something like what's going on over there right now that's going to go on for months if not years because ukraine because of an opsec security leak has pretty much it's leaked that they plan on putting up a big for, a fight, having everybody go back into society and try to treat it like Afghanistan. So it could be decades of this misery. Go look at the history of the Balkans and, and actually think what it would be like to live in that hellhole. So before you start thinking we, you need to think I, my family. Because the government is going to do whatever the government is going to think is going to help them at the moment. So if there's an upswell to send American troops into wherever, because everybody's getting in this frenzy of the we, They're going to do it. Because if you think a congressman or a senator, for the most part, really gives a damn about the soldiers, then you're a fool. I work, I mean, I'm part in the VA. I know exactly how little they care. If you need something medical that's really important, good luck. Now, if you need Viagra so you can go screw a lot or some psych drugs so you're a zombie, oh, they're, they're Johnny on the spot. The best that the VA's been in forever is, was under Trump, and it's starting to unwind already under Biden. So don't, don't tell me that those people up there give a crap about soldiers. I was getting blood work done at the VA, which I've got to do every year there. My wife noticed a swimming pool that had a sign that said, take one. A swimming pool's empty. It's inside the office. So while I'm getting my blood work, she goes up and asks the lady, what is that? And she goes, well, we try to have food bags for veterans that are living in the woods or on people's couches and in bad situations. So my wife kept asking questions. Apparently, we, we take such good care of our troops when we come back that they have to live in the woods They're having such a time of coping with the glory that is battle that they're living in the woods.
I, when I found out about it, I'm like, okay, what do y'all need? And I'm not going to say what we did, but we filled that swimming pool up. She was saying that morning she got a call from a veteran that was just letting them know where they could come get his body because he couldn't stand it anymore with his PTSD. That is soldiers. Now, when you think of everybody that's in conflict right now over there, do you think somehow that 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 screws with your mind when you see stuff like that for long periods of time? I was lucky. I didn't have to go do five and six tours in combat. But if you're living in that, all those problems that the soldier has is now going to be on a national scale. Probably what, 30% of the country? So the devastation that happens from these conflicts, it's not just soldiers. It's actually in the population also. See, a movie's over in what, 120 minutes? The effects of these conflicts are not going to be over for 60 years. Because right now, if your neighbor come over and burnt your garage to the ground, you'd call the cops and you'd be pissed. Well, if your neighbor come over and burnt your garage to the ground and you tried to call the cops and there was no cops, or they didn't care because there's bigger fish to, to deal with than your garage. How would that make you feel? Well, what's the difference of a, of a MIG scraping your house where it catches on fire because they, Russia was dropping flares on buildings yesterday to set stuff on fire with people in them. What's the difference? So I want you to think about what this really means. You've been in a house now for 20 years if you're my age. It's probably paid off or close to it. You've got all your family pictures and all that stuff in there. It's your house. It's your sanctuary. And now all of a sudden it's gone. From one government trying to get another government to do something, your house is gone. This type of stuff is not easy to hear because we want to think of when we go and, you know, you know, the quotes we always use, defend freedom, defend democracy, which they're not, all this type stuff, like somehow if we put the right tags with the right propaganda on it, all of this stuff is worthwhile. Because you got a small group of men in Russia that are trying to get another small group of men in Ukraine to do something. And both sides are willing to destroy hundreds of thousands of people and their property 
because it's not going to affect them very much. So I want you to think about all this if you start using the word we. See, the Constitution was very clear. The mindset of the early Americans was very clear when it comes to using military. You just don't go everywhere and unleash the military. Like we do. There's only been a few years in the last 50 that we've not been in conflict, putting bullets down range and having guys killed from America. And, and let me make something perfectly clear before I go on. Soldiers kind of always say the same thing. I was fighting for your freedom. Let me tell you something, guys. That is bullshit. When bullets are flying, you're not thinking about America. You're thinking about the guy that's standing next to you and the other guy that's on the other side of you. You're trying to keep him alive, he's trying to keep you alive, and you're trying to kill the people that's trying to kill your buddies. Freedom's not even in your mind. That's just the way we try to deal with it to make people feel better. See, the Ukrainian... Uh, governor of the, the capital city there is a retired world champion boxer. He's the mayor. He's now in the military in Ukraine. What? If his people are going to have to fight He's going to fight. For one, that's the way leadership is supposed to be. It used to be when you were a commander, you led your men into battle. <laughs> that didn't happen anymore. Patton would go on the front lines and fight with his men. Yeah, that don't happen anymore. Now, a mayor in Ukraine is walking around with an AK-47, which let me tell you, when I see the videos, it's very confusing to me to hear both sides using AKs because you can't separate who's shooting who. So to me, that's very weird. It's just a side note. But their mayor is now with the troops fighting the Russians. Now, we wouldn't be sending 3,000 troops like we've done to Poland if Biden had to go lead those men into battle. Well, I mean, he couldn't because he wouldn't know what country he was in. But even Trump, 
if a president sends men into battle, that president should have enough leadership morality in his body to lead his men. Not be in Washington. When the generals, when I was in the Middle East, they were nowhere to be found where bullets could touch them. No. They're in air-conditioned and heated tents with wood floors where people's bringing them coffee on mahogany tables, walking around with their hands on their hips as banks of computers and tech people are giving them information. That is part of the reason that Americans get sent into battle frivolously. Because if that general had to get his fat ass under a ruck and do what the grunts were doing, he'd be a little more cautious about just sending people places. And if the president had to send his crackhead son over there to take his place, I guarantee you there wouldn't be a single soldier in Poland on the border of Ukraine right now. I'm not hearing of any senators or congressmen going over. I'm not hearing anything about their children having to go over. There is no leadership when it comes to modern day military once you get above about a company size level. I don't know anything about the Coast Guard or Navy or Air Force, so, but I'm talking like Marines or Army. Once you get above company level, now all the leadership sits back in their big comfy chairs, in their air conditioning, way away from any chance of losing body parts. So we've screwed that up. The governor of Kiev, he's got it straight. That's what leaders are supposed to do for the military. I don't know when this changed in history, but if you look at how the Romans fought, first person that came in contact with the enemy was the general. When the Spartans fought, the first, oh, the first person in the middle of the shield wall was the freaking general. They couldn't even conceive that a leader would send men into battle without them also being in that battle. Oh, but Clint, the senator and congressman are old and yada, yada, yada. Well, then they can send their children. You may be thinking that I'm being very negative right now, but I promise you I'm being very realistic. Right now we're screwing with a country that's trying to prove that they are a first world power, which is Russia, and they're not. California and our Texas has a bigger economy than Russia. 
That's one of our states. They are not the big boogeyman that we think they are. But they want to be what they were when it was the USSR. China, on the other hand, is the big boogeyman. And they're getting ready to go in and slaughter Taiwan. And don't be complaining when you can't get a new vehicle because that's where like 80% of all the chips in the world come from. You don't get a new computer. You can't get a new iPad. Probably won't be getting new cell phones until the Communist Party of China decides that we're worthy to get them. That's pretty scary in our modern day world. So it's really easy to go, we got to do something. We, there's that we again. But unless you and the people in government is a you and you're willing to ruck up with the troops, shut up. Because you can cheer from the sidelines all you want to for your favorite football team, but you didn't really help them. Because you're not on the field. And I personally am sick of us being on the field for things that we don't need to be on the field from. What's happening in Ukraine to those people is terrible because bad people do bad things to other people. Stronger people conquer weaker people. Like, we didn't steal the land from the Native Americans. We conquered the land from the Native Americans. We didn't steal parts of what we call America from Mexico. We conquered parts of what used to be called Mexico. It's the way the world works. Now, when we're sitting in our neighborhoods watching our Netflix and going out to dinner and all that stuff, it's hard to comprehend. But a lot around the world, it still works that way. Tribes kill other tribes. And it's really easy to convince one tribe to go kill another tribe. Look how easy it was to separate Americans between vaxxed and non-vaxxed. How to put American Japanese in internment camps. How to run medical experiments in Tuskegee on black people. That's just the way that it is. Because nothing's going to happen to Putin sitting up in Moscow. And nothing's going to happen to Biden sitting up in D.C. Something could happen to the Ukrainian government. Something is pretty sure going to happen to the Taiwanese. But it's not going to hurt the, the people sitting up in China.
when I see all of the stuff that I'm seeing on social media about people just, well, you just send, send us over, we'll take care of it, and all this, that, and the other, you have no concept what that means. None. And I don't think we as a people understand what happens if Russia and China kind of team up against America. Because they know they can right now. And we start seeing stuff here in our country. Then it will be a we. And I promise you, we ain't going to like it. When your bridges are blown up. When there's no gas at your gas stations and there's no food at your grocery stores and houses are being destroyed and your women are being raped. And I know everybody listening to this show has probably got more guns than they need, more ammo than they need, and they think that they're going to do something. And you can to a point. But the we that happens... If we do something stupid in Ukraine, we have to decide what is in America's best interest instead of everybody else in the world's best interest. And that's the way America was supposed to work. That's how America was supposed to work. Iraq goes and takes over Kuwait. Yes, there is definite American interest in Kuwait with oil. But every time that something like that happens around the world and we keep sending troops, we're going to end up just like the Romans where we are going to do exactly what we did to Russia, or what's going to happen to us, what happened to Russia, and we're going to let wars crush our country because we, the money's not going to be worth anything. Just because something is bad happening around the world does not mean that the guys that wear uniforms should go die for it. See, I think it would be a smarter way of if people are going, we need to do something, then you need to take your happy ass down to your closest military base and go, I volunteer to go to Ukraine. Oh, they'll give you, I'm sure if this was a setup, they'd give you the BDUs and the rucksacks and the MREs and the rifles and the ammo and they'll put your butt on an airplane and they'll drop you off in Ukraine. But you know how many people would actually do that? It probably wouldn't even be 5,000 people across the country. But there'll be 20 million or 200 million go, we ought to go do something. I think if you want a war, you personally should pay extra taxes. And if you want a war, you or your children personally have to go. And if you're not willing to do that, then you're not very serious. 
because we're about to get overloaded with propaganda. And I use that word on purpose. Propaganda is extremely hard to get around. See, what you may not understand as a smart, civilized American is, if you ever come up against someone that's really good at marketing, i.e. propaganda, before Nazi used the term and we changed it to marketing, a majority of people have no defense against good marketing. And you will believe it. And you will fight for it. And you will separate people that are not on your side, i.e. COVID. And you won't even know the reason you're doing it. Because if you study on what happened in World War II, how Germany convinced all those good people to be very bad people, you see it's because of propaganda. And we're about to get hit with it with double barrels. The great big duck guns of the past of propaganda. I mean, Biden's in a pickle. He's weak. And him and a whole bunch of Republican and Democratic senators and congressmen have kids that are getting paid crazy amounts of money from Ukraine for favors. And that's a lot of blackmail to be used on our government. So they don't want that to get out. They want to look strong, but they also can be easily blackmailed now. I don't know what our official response is going to be over time. I won't even admit, I'll admit that I won't even know why we're going to be doing probably whatever we're going to be doing. And neither are you. But be very careful before you start the we chance. Unless you are willing to go ruck up. That that's that's just what's on my heart, guys, and I and I, I just I just felt like I needed to say it. Um I know this it's not due to trapping. But it, it, is, it is real right now. A lot of people are thinking this could lead to World War III, and it very well could. Or it could blow over. Russia gets their way. China gets their way. Biden tries not to crap in his pants on national TV as he eats crow. But when's the last time you've seen the Democrats accept their own ineptness and eat crow? I can't. You've got desperate politicians right now that need some way to get votes. 
And if you can bang <coughs> the Patriot propaganda drums hard enough, that's how a lot of politicians stay in office. So just be careful. Be careful of what you believe. Don't believe half of what you hear. Don't believe half of what you see. Don't listen to the, the, the experts on the news channels that have lied to you every day you've watched them now for 20 years. At some point, the American people have to quit being so gullible. Hopefully, after all the COVID stuff, maybe some of the naivete of the American people has kind of been washed off a little bit. I hope. But who knows? I don't know how to end this exactly, so I'll just say, please think, and I'll talk to you all next week.